fundamentally believe change is coming and we live in the midst of a period of great transition. And I don't have a crystal ball, but I know two things for sure. First, I know this great transition will make some people rich and it will leave others completely destitute. The second thing I know is that this great transition will be shaped and formed and our experience of this great transition will be shaped and formed by the choices we make now and throughout it, including the choices and maybe especially the choices we make with our money. My invitation to you in this video and the series of videos that this uh, episode kicks off um, or podcast if you're listening there. My invitation is to be part of bending the change toward justice, equality, and equity in society and throughout our money system, and to ensure that those that you, those you love, and as many people as possible don't end up on the destitute end of the impact. I invite you to join me in the change and thereby hasten its happening and help create the change you want to see for yourself, those you love, and for the most vulnerable among us. As you're gonna hear me say in each and every video of this series, the change that's happening um, and the change we want to see happening happens one household at a time and it makes the grand solution a whole lot easier. Welcome to the Fife Movement. I'm your host, Amanda Neely. This is the only movement that helps our generation create our unique feminine and entrepreneurial path to financial independence. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button and then the bell if you're watching this on YouTube or just the subscribe button if you're catching the podcast version so you don't miss future episodes. Now, my parents saw the flyers around town that baseball and sign up uh, and softball signups were happening on Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon at the school for six to 12 year olds. So mom, dad, and six-year-old me arrived to sign up for my first season of softball. We walked up to the table we to, you know, to fill out the paperwork, pay the fee. I was so super excited. My older brother had been playing baseball and I couldn't wait to join him in, on a softball team and learn all about this beautiful sport. Then we discovered that they had baseball teams for boys that started at six, but softball teams for girls didn't start till seven. So we were disappointed, but we pushed back. How could this be? Thankfully, we lived in a small town where people loved their neighbors more than they cared about following arbitrary rules. This is how I became the only girl on the boys t-ball team. I'm so proud of the photos. I had missing teeth and all because it's in that stage of life. But there I am on the boys team, just being myself. But this was also my very first run in with bias on a systemic level. I mean, thankfully, it was a very small baseball and softball league with, you know, and not some like major institution. But it definitely sowed the seeds of distrust in the man and his systems of oppression. Those seeds would be watered time and time again over the next 20 years by oil spills, the ruin of the local grocery store when the super Walmart was built, seeing my own family and our neighbors struggle to find good paying jobs, 
and learning more and more of the systemic racism and prejudice from my friends of other backgrounds. And then that journey kind of culminated with this tree bearing the fruit of a lot of angst in 2008 when the big banks and businesses were bailed out while millions of average Americans suffered as their 401ks became 201ks and they lost their jobs. I saw just how much our money system was the root of so many other social problems. It was at that time that I decided to really pursue entrepreneurship as a way to make the world a better place by aligning money with the solutions to social problems rather than allow it to continue to be misused. And I saw entrepreneurship as a great way to do that. You know, kind of the whole idea of trade over aid, that kind of a thing. Now, this distrust of major institutions, this tree in my life, and the angsty fruit that it was bearing were fully installed as a pillar uh, for me during the Great Recession. In 2013, I was introduced to a story um, kind of coming out of the Great Recession uh, was when I heard this story about how the money system in America and really around the world, how it really works. And that's when this pillar or this tree started turning into a whole forest um, within my life that continues to bear fruit to today. I've kind of continued to explore the underpinnings of the money system now for about seven years. And looking at that story of the money system and how it works has opened uh, up for me um, a lot of things, and particularly some alternative narratives from the prevailing narrative. What I've learned has really given me a better understanding of the problems of our entire society and glimpses at possible solutions. What I want to do in this series of episodes is share with you the most important things I've learned and invite you to continue digging into how the system works so that you can decide for yourself which parts you want to participate in, what you want to help move in a better direction by pushing back on, and what maybe you just want to opt out of entirely. That's your choice. But I think you need to know how this, what the system is and how it's working to make those choices. Because I think we all kind of know that something about money and how it flows is broken and not working as it should. And is it because of inequality? Is it because our government's too big or too small? Is it because of natural human greed? Is it because the entire system is structured inappropriately, right? Is it capitalism's fault? Is it the fault of socialists? We could go on and on with questions and trying to figure out who to blame and why. But I want, what I want you to understand today is that it's complicated. <laughs> Anyone who pretends that the money system is simple is doing exactly that, pretending. But if you're willing to set aside a little bit of time to think and to think deeply about things that maybe have never crossed your mind before, then welcome. <laughs> please keep watching, keep, keep listening. I promise to both open up the complexity and help you find simple ways to move forward and help create the better future that we all want. I'll leave you with this. Change is coming. Massive change could be on the horizon. What happens one household at a time will make that change easier or it'll make it harder. Do you want your household to go through this great change without much control over what happens to you? 
Or would you rather set your household up to be ready for any change and to be part of moving that change toward a grand solution? Too many people opt out of the conversation or they just, you know, put their head in the sand or they pass the buck and expect someone else to look out for their own best interests, right? Like, why should we expect someone else to look out for our interests? They they're looking out for their own. But are you willing to take control? Are you willing to take the seeds within your life and water them to bear good fruit for yourself and for others? I'll bring some water from the big books I've read and the stories I've heard. You owe it to yourself to till the soil, plant um, the same seeds or different seeds, see what kind of tree grows and how your story will expand and be part of a narrative that's being written each moment, one household at a time, and contributing to the grand narrative that will be. Thanks for joining me and connecting with the Fife Movement. As you go about your day, remember, wealth is coming your way. Your quest is to prepare for using it well. For more tips on how to prepare, be sure to subscribe. To connect with the community, visit fifemovement.com. If my gift has helped you today, please pay the gift forward by sharing this content with a friend. My gratitude in advance.